The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The decisions you make in your health choices can truly reflect the current and future course of your life. Welcome to Wise Chats, Simple Talk, Profound Wisdom, with your host, Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook. Our show will bring leading-edge expertise to deep challenges faced by individuals and humanity. We'll draw on ancient wisdom as well as the latest research from our diverse guests. Now, here is Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook. Welcome to our show. We are very pleased today. We're going to be looking at the energetics of healthy politics. So today, from we have two guests with us from Voice for Hope, Healers of the Planet Earth. We're looking at relating to congressional representatives as friends, allies, and members of their own home communities. This transcends the partisan political rhetoric releases the innate strength of empowered individuals and transforms limiting policies into approaches that enhance individual and social health and well-being. Natural healers engage the innate intelligence of the body as a powerful healing focus for the health and well-being of the individual's biological system, hopes, Citizen healers engage the innate intelligence of the body politic to catalyze transformation and restore health and well-being. We are very, very honored and pleased to have with us today two of the key leaders who are helping to shape uh, healers of the planet Earth and freedom to choose your path to wellness I'd like to welcome both of them, Jim and Denise, and give you opportunity to say a few words. Jim, would you like to start? Yes, thank you. I appreciate this uh, opportunity. I'm Jim Turner. I'm an attorney in Washington, D.C., and uh, I have been working here since 1969 on uh, issues that have to do with the food and uh, food and drug safety and natural healing. And um, we are working with Voice for Hope, Healers of Planet Earth, to uh, create an opportunity for individuals who are uh, either practitioners of uh, various kinds of natural heating modalities, and we've identified over a 100 of them. Those are organized modalities of uh, treatments or uh, uh, interventions that help individuals uh, and we are working with the practitioners or individuals who have been helped by the practitioners or on their own. And um, we have been uh, meeting now with members of Congress or their health advisors for the last couple of years. We've met with over 150 offices in Capitol Hill and uh, maybe 20 or so, 20 or 25 in Colorado because we want to redo this at state capitals as well. And um, our notion is, and you already have said this, but I want to say it again, 
the natural healing community looks at the individual person and helps them use the innate intelligence of the body to correct whatever or to help improve their health. It's the innate intelligence of the body, and they energize that, engage that. And we're looking at the innate intelligence of the body politic by bringing constituents into the congressional offices of their representative. We bypass the notion of Democrat or Republican, liberal or conservative, and we bring people in who are constituents and representatives. And it sets up a relationship, and we say to the representatives or their health person, there are probably between two, they're probably between 100 and 200,000 people in your district of 500,000 who are using natural health modalities. Most of them are not all that interested in politics, but they're a constituency waiting to be addressed. And we can help you meet them, learn who they are, uh, have them come to your health policy meetings when you have a constituent meeting on in, back in your district and so forth. And uh, we'd like you to help us. Uh, uh, you, we'd like to help you uh, meet with these folks, and we'd like you to help us uh, recreate the uh, complementary and alternative caucus in Congress. And uh, we've been having very positive relationships and meetings with the members of Congress or their staffs, and we uh, plan to continue doing this uh, in various ways that I think we'll discuss later in the show. That's fantastic, Jim. And I've been most impressed in following the work that uh, has been coming from uh, Voice for the Hope over the last couple of years and your commitment and challenge to bring forward uh, your goals. And, and I think it's so important in this series that we're launching, Wise Chat, uh, to address some of these things. So right on. And I'm very well, pleased you very that much. you're here. That. And how about Denise? Would you like to say a few comments now? Sure. Glad to be here, Mary Jo. Thanks for inviting us. And uh, I guess a little bit about me. I've had um, a diverse career and background, but I've had a lot of focus on bringing uh, these energetic kinds of properties um, into whatever I'm doing. And I have worked in corporate world, and I have uh, been a coach and a leadership trainer, and I have uh, facilitated lots of different groups and uh, processes throughout my career. And a couple years ago, well, it's been a few now, <laughs> it's been about seven years ago, I was picked up and put down into a position at uh, the International Society for the Study of Subtle Energies and Energy Medicine. And it was a place where I could actually bring everything that I had ever learned to, uh, to bear. And from there, I learned about much more of the scope of what's available out there and what is going on and the good news about energy medicine and the uh, complementary alternative medicine, uh, different modalities. Uh, my favorite thing about uh, being in that community was just the immersion and it was wonderful. And I could see 
that there was a need for there to be more focus on the people that did not know as much as we knew about what was available and how good the the, uh, opportunities were for these modalities to work. So when I left iSteam, I was asked to be involved with Voice for Hope, Healers of Planet Earth, and the program has been really making such great headway because we use a friendly and a positive avenue for participating in government. And we open up the opportunity for others who, well, healers and those who are in this type of um, consciousness, if you will, around healing those people who are receiving the healing, those people who are giving the healing, those people who are uh, advocating for it and think that it's a great idea for more people, well, now we have an opportunity in this way, when we bring those people who are healers of planet Earth, all been defined just previously, into a friendly and positive way of participating in government, teach them the navigation, teach them how to, uh, what the lay of the land is, and talk about a message that is easy to deliver. We are actually transforming and empowering and catalyzing things that are innate in our government already. They're built in, they're for us to use, and for these healers to come forth and use those processes is what I feel is very important, and it's really bringing spirit to ground. That's absolutely true, and um, Denise and I first met uh, in our mutual association at ICEAM, the the, uh, organization that uh, she was involved in for a number of years that really has the leading-edge researchers who are studying complementary therapies and looking at ways on how we can uh, add this basis to um, the work in healthcare. And interestingly enough, complementary therapies actually predate Western medicine because they are many of them are very well grounded in ancient traditions. And uh, I don't know if either one of you would like to make any comments about that statement. Well, my my involvement, I, I've been very interested in uh, all these modalities for uh, many, many years. And uh, starting in 1981, I got very, very involved in acupuncture. Um, I, got, um, I, I got involved in the whole field uh, because I worked with Ralph Nader starting in 1968 until 1971, and I led a team of 25 law and medical students who did a study on food protection at the FDA. We published a book called The Chemical Feast, and we learned that the FDA was not doing the job of protecting the public that we felt was uh, expected of it. And uh, one of the things I was interested in was what are the alternatives to the things that FDA is not able to do well. Uh, Regulating drugs was one of the failures of FDA. We had many, many, many drugs released to the market which had very... Uh, very high cost, very low performance rates, and very serious side effects. That's gotten to be quite a story since then. One of the things that caught my attention 
was acupuncture as a uh, as an alternative. And I looked very closely at acupuncture. I'd been aware of it before, and I had been, you know, just uh, uh, like a layperson, superficially aware. But I got on the, I became the consumer member of the a commission that certified acupuncturists in the country, and we learned that for thousands of years, uh, healers have known information about energy. Um, about uh, movement of energy in the body, about the way that the body has of correcting its own problems. And we worked very, very, very hard to create a certifying program. Uh, and then uh, there was an educational program. It went from about four acupuncture colleges in 1981 up to about 60 right now. Um, there are tens of thousands of acupuncturists in the country, and I was able to uh, persuade the FDA that acupuncture needles should be legal in the U.S. That happened in 1996, interestingly enough. Well, wow, Jim. That, isn't that interesting? 1996, that's when acupuncture wow, became legal that... in the U.S. But I was very, very interested in discovering that there are many, many strains of knowledge about treatment and health and well-being that well precede what we know of as the pharmaceutical industry and what we know of as quote, Western medicine. <clears throat> Western medicine and, uh, the, uh, and the drugs that it's based on in the surgery and radiation are relatively new uh, developments in the uh, history of humans. Um, and there's a great deal of knowledge and information that has been around for a long, much longer time that is used now throughout our society. That's one of the things we would like the members of Congress to learn about because one of the interesting aspects of these modalities is that they are relatively inexpensive. Uh, they are very uh, effective for the people that use them and, and rely on them, and I repeat, relatively inexpensive. So that's a very important part of moving forward, and as you were just alluding to, uh, they, the knowledge there has existed long before what we call Western medicine today. Thanks, Jim. We're going to uh, take our break here in a, uh, shortly, and then we'll come back and explore more of uh, perhaps address some of the ancient aspects to this work. Thank you. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Visit the Energy Medicine Partnerships website at www.energymedicinepartnerships.com for workshops, classes, and special events promoting health and healing. These holistic programs are available for both health professionals and lay individuals. Water Lily Press NC provides the teaching materials for these programs, and you can find a link to Water Lily Press NC when you visit energymedicinepartnerships.com. While you're on the site, you may also check out Akamai University's Distant Education Programs, where Dr. Mary Jo Bullbrook is Director of the Complementary Therapies Programs. Akamai University offers postgraduate diploma clinical education programs preparing clinicians, practitioners, and specialists in complementary therapies, as well as both master's and doctoral education in complementary therapies. For more information about Akamai University, visit akamaiuniversity.us. That's A-K-A-M-A-I-university.us. 
And for more information about Energy Medicine Partnerships, visit EnergyMedicinePartnerships.com. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. This is Wise Chats, simple talk, profound wisdom. To reach Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook or today's guest, please call us at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Mary Jo at EnergyMedicinePartnerships.com. Now, back to Wise Chats. Uh, we're pleased to have you uh, with us, Jim and Denise, and perhaps you could elaborate a little bit more, Jim, on the last point you made before we were breaking that uh, some of this work is based on ancient traditions. Are there any other things you'd like to say about that now? Well, there is. I, I did allude to uh, acupuncture, which is probably one of the oldest uh, healing traditions that there is, uh, healing modalities. Uh, there are some newer ones that also have roots that precede the uh, advent of the drug industry and the current modern medicine. Uh, homeopathy, for example, is a very powerful Western medicine approach. It's recognized in the American Food and Drug Act, and it is quite uh, an alternative to uh, the... Um, relatively dangerous pharmaceuticals that we use. Um, very, 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 very small amounts of the um, healing agent are in a homeopathic remedy, and they're widely used across the country. You can buy them in a Whole Foods and many other health food stores, and most drugstores have some homeopathic remedies in them. And it's, again, it's an old set of ideas started around the turn of the 1800s, back you know from 17 the 1700s to the 1800s, uh, by Dr. Hahnemann, whose statue was here in Washington, D.C., uh, as the founder of modern medicine, dedicated in 1900 by President McKinley. It's right outside my office door here. Uh, there's also, um, uh, there's also uh, uh, tradition from India, the Ayurvedic medicine tradition, which has, uh, again, a very deep roots. Uh, Deepak Chopper has been very instrumental in waking up uh, the Western world to that particular uh, ancient tradition, and it has a powerful way of uh, engaging in uh, the um, engaging the body and the individual in their own self-healing and being part of the community that uses these ideas for its community healing. And um, then uh, there's um, a, a, a school of thought uh, from um, uh, health, Care, which is uh, anthroposophic medicine, which is uh, 
widely uh, used in uh, Germany in particular, but other uh, countries in Europe and some in the U.S. from Rudolf Steiner, who got it from uh, from Goethe, uh, and it has a set of very powerful ideas. Then from uh, from uh, China, not only is there the uh, acupuncture approach, but there's uh, traditional Chinese medicine, which um, has a very strong herbal base. There are lots of herbs that uh, have been recognized in China, and uh, it also has a strong energetic base with things like uh, Qigong, which uh, is an energy system which has a healing component. And uh, when you start looking, and these all exist in the U.S. with practitioners and people who use them and uh, spend a lot of time, yoga is another, uh, these are all very, very powerful approaches to uh, well-being and to healing and to creating um, a, a way for individuals to manage their own health and their own strength, their own, um, their own happiness. And um, they are all uh, marginalized in the thought system that is called modern medicine. Um, and uh, what we're doing is saying to members of Congress and uh, health advisors, um, both, and we do this with the state legislatures as well, is that in your community there are uh, hundreds of thousands of individuals who are using modalities that are not a part of the Western medicine of Western canon of medicine. And uh, it's very important for policymakers to understand that there are wide, broad numbers of individuals paying their own money, because most of these aren't covered by insurance or Medicare, Medicaid, paying their own money for uh, long-standing healing traditions that have uh, very good effects for them at relatively low cost with virtually no, or in most instances, no side effects. And that if, if and when these are uh, integrated into our overall healthcare system, we can begin to address things like the fact that the way we think about health financing today is uh, very close to bankrupting the entire country. And uh, wherever one stands on everything else, that's probably not a good idea. Points well taken, Jim. I I really uh, applaud your tenacity to uh, help bring the word forward and create different kind of options for people and uh, um, those in medicine to look at. And in my own journey as uh, both a health practitioner and teacher of uh, uh, individuals, both in in uh, nursing and psychotherapy and what I have found that I've personally have made a commitment like you to introduce that we can take health back into our hands because I remember years ago when I had surgery and um, for breast cancer, the surgeon who was a good friend of mine had said that healing really is in the hands of the person. person. And so I used a combination what Western medicine had to offer, but also what uh, I was able to find and add um, on my own that really made the difference. And 
this is why we're addressing these problems. There are other options. There are things that are at little or no cost, and this show is dedicated to help uh, bring forward to the American public and the worldwide public what some of these things are. And when we work together, if we have a unified voice and bringing forward a body of knowledge that uh, perhaps some people are not familiar with, it will really help everyone. So, um, Denise, let me check in with you and see any additional comments you'd like to make now. Sure, Mary Jo. I have um, I have some thoughts around the ideas that you just brought up around the responsibility of the individual to do what they can and maybe even seek out what might be something that would empower them and enhance their uh, either their performance in certain areas uh, as far as their health goes or enhance their healing if they are in a position to want to be uh, better in, in, in a disease position. So I think that the, one of the beliefs behind the kinds of modalities that we talk about is that there is some self-regulation responsibility in, innate in those. And I love the analogy that it just naturally flows from that, that we have this responsibility also to work with a system that we are given that is the political system and have that be healed or bettered by our participation and our embrace of it. And I think you may have uh, alluded to this before, but what I understand about healing a disease or healing uh, oneself or making oneself better as far as potential or performance is embracing where we are now. We embrace where we are now and then we intend and utilize the tools that we have to move things into a more harmonious and equilibrium, if you will. Yes, so, that's since true, healer, so true. Uh, training will give healers who come to our program the tools to transform their environment, their, their actual environment. Well, I, I just totally uh, agree with what you're saying, that uh, self-regulation, self-responsibility are important steps, and letting your voice be known, particular to those at Congress who are making some of the decision about what's going on in uh, health care, that we move, we have to find some new answers, bottom line. What what we have is not working um, totally successfully. Uh, we have to make new choices, and part of that is being better informed. And I know this is what your organization stands for. And so we only have just a few more seconds left to uh, this segment, and I want to remind uh, anyone who's out there listening who would like to uh, um, call in or email some questions, we would be happy to uh, deal with these, if not now, then at a late, later time, 
so that we can uh, move forward what your concerns are. And I know Voice for Hope has uh, dedicated their uh, resources to um, empower individuals with information and some of the tools that may be needed to make a difference in your hometown, in your state, and with your legislature. So when we come back from our break, we'll uh, begin to look at some of these options. So um, we'll look forward to um, discussing things further in just a few minutes. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Visit the Energy Medicine Partnerships website at www.energymedicinepartnerships.com for workshops, classes, and special events promoting health and healing. These holistic programs are available for both health professionals and lay individuals. Water Lily Press NC provides the teaching materials for these programs, and you can find a link to Water Lily Press NC when you visit energymedicinepartnerships.com. While you're on the site, you may also check out Akamai University's Distant Education Programs, where Dr. Mary Jo Bullbrook is Director of the Complementary Therapies Programs. Akamai University offers postgraduate diploma clinical education programs preparing clinicians, practitioners, and specialists in complementary therapies, as well well as both master's and doctoral education in complementary therapies. For more information about Akamai University, visit akamaiuniversity.us. That's A-K-A-M-A-I university.us. And for more information about Energy Medicine Partnerships, visit energymedicinepartnerships.com. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tung has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This is Wise Chats, Simple Talk, Profound Wisdom. To reach Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook or today's guest, please call us at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Mary Jo at EnergyMedicinePartnerships.com. Now, back to Wise Chats. Well, um, thank you and uh, good to have you back with us. We're going to start with um, some of the, uh, I want to mention one of the wellness intentions that we have. I chose the one for today's session, uh, Hope, What a Surprise. <laughs> and the reading for that one goes, the energy to go forward is fueled by hope. Hope is inspiration and the desire to achieve it. It drives the effort to accomplish what the goal is. Take time to receive divine inspiration that fuels hope 
and provides a source of direction. Today, we are focusing on the energy of hope. What better than to hear from Voice for Hope, an organization dedicated to working with legislatures to become healers of planet Earth and encourage us we have freedom to choose the path to wellness. I'm going to turn it over to you, Denise, now, and if you can describe a little bit more about uh, what Voice for Hope is working on currently. Sure, I'm happy to. First of all, if uh, anyone's listening and would like to look up our organization online, it is at voiceforhope.org. It's voice, F-O-R, hope. Org. And HOPE stands for Healers of Planet Earth. And HOPE activities are naturally aligned with the structure of the U.S. government. Our congressional offices, where we go visit, uh, and the, the staff there and the members of Congress are very interested in meeting their constituents of their particular districts and understanding the needs of those particular districts. So we have events in Washington, D.C. and in state capitals uh, that are called Hope on the Hill. And at our Hope on the Hill events, we provide citizen healer training. And that is for people who are interested in participating in government in the system that we currently have that does welcome our participation in a very unique way. And Jim will talk about that a little bit more in a few minutes, I'm sure. But the uniqueness is initially being friendly and being appreciative and setting up a rapport with those people that we're visiting that is akin to what a healer would set up with a client. So meeting them where they are, that's the most important thing. And it also allows people who have never participated in government in this way to feel comfortable in there, in that visit, because we've prepared them through the citizen healer training with an easy-to-deliver message, with uh knowing what to expect, and by being accompanied by seasoned citizen healers in each and every meeting. So the points that we make are several in the meetings that we have with our uh, members of Congress and their staff, but the biggest thing we are there to do is let them know who we are, that we are a in their district and that we are business owners and we are contributors to the economy and what we would like to do with you, Mr. Congressman, is offer you resources, resources that you may not get anywhere else. Learn to know this constituency of yours, understand better how we're contributing to the economy and Understand better what kinds of modalities might be effective in the healthcare reform effort. Perfect. Wow, that that sounds really. Uh, I I like the step by step approach and the fact that you're training people how to work with their uh, 
um, congressmen and how to make a difference in their community because truly it's not something that we learn. And I've been a healthcare professional all of my career, and that's 40 years plus, and I really feel not knowledgeable about all uh, that goes into making laws and setting policy. And you're doing a wonderful service in helping to bring this forward. Uh, Jim, would you like to elaborate on that? Well, um, I've always spent um, my growing up time and right up to today working in various kinds of legislative settings. I worked in uh, both undergraduate and law school in the um, Ohio State Legislature, and I watched how they work. Uh, I actually organized a political party uh, on the campus of Ohio State that we uh, ran an election and 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 basically reorganized student government. I've been involved in political campaigns all my life. And what I feel is that there's an energetic system underway in the political process, uh, which was captured pretty effectively by the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution, and then the implementation of those documents as we move forward. And um, the energy that was being uh, released and, and harnessed and uh, worked with uh, at the time of the American Revolution and through the last couple of centuries is very powerful community energy, but it draws itself from the individuals. And our whole culture is built around the notion that the uh, individual's energy and creativity and driving force is what gives life and, uh, and meaning to, uh, the, to the society at large. And uh, that's, what we're, that's what we're organized to express. And we have institutions that do that. Uh, those institutions have been gamed a lot by politicians. So we have a kind of an alienation between the people of the society and the political institutions. Just, just for example, there are more people registered as independents to vote, you know, to vote uh, who are registered themselves as independents than there are either Republicans or Democrats. If you add to the number who are registered as independents, the number who are eligible to be registered but are not, the number of independents who are registered and those who are not part of the, uh, of the uh, process because they choose not to register, if you add those two numbers together, you have a group that is larger. This is a group of American citizens that is larger than the combined Democrats and combined uh, registered Democrats and Republicans. So that means that in the current system, the energetics are completely out of balance. Most of the people are not identifying with the small group that is in charge of all of the resources. That's a direct result of um, gerrymandering. Uh, there are many, many, many districts in this country, probably 80% of them in the congressional setup, and replaces, uh, replays itself in the state legislatures as well, where um, th- there's no actual real contest. There's no real uh, debate because they are either uh, 80% for one or 80% or the other of the two parties. And that means most people are not participating. Um, the same kind of problem evolves from the kind of voting we do, which is a winner-take-all uh, bifurcated voting. And the result is that we know from the math mathematics, we know from a, a guy named Kenneth Arrow who got the Nobel Prize in Economics in 1970 for showing us that you cannot 
determine what a group desires by aggregating what the individuals in that group desire. So we need a ballot, uh, something along the lines of voting for the top three or the top five, and then as the as one uh, drops off, you divide their votes among uh, the re- remainders. That's the second thing that's needed. And then we have an imbalance in the way that money is applied. And these are energetic failures. On the other hand, each of the people who are elected from our system represents the people in their community. And they are open to hearing from those people. And the people on Capitol Hill are very excited about constituents coming and talking to them. And they can come and talk to them about things like um, natural healing and energetic medicine and uh, acupuncture and um, uh, herbs, and they will get a hearing. And they will get a hearing about most of, or all of the more than 100 modalities that people are using. So you, you put all of this together, and you have an energetic system that is a mirror. Uh, the community energetic system is a mirror of the individual's energetic system, and we can apply the same kind of um, of uh, insights and the same kind of openings for uh, energetic expression to the community that we do to the individuals who are uh, finding uh, a good deal of uh, uh, happiness and well-being from looking at natural ways of living and healing. Uh, so you put all that together and you actually have a, a, a society, and it's, I think the uniqueness of America is that it's a society that is profoundly dedicated to releasing the energies of the individuals that occupy that society. And uh, that's where almost every single political initiative for the last uh, 230 or 40 years has gone uh, in the American system. And uh, it's continuing to go in that direction, and I think it's part of the reason the rest of the world uh, finds itself uh, turning toward the U.S., uh, either as a model for their own societies or as a place for the, for the energetic ones of those societies to come and live and and express themselves, learn in their schools, and uh, express themselves in their own identities, uh, in their work, and uh, in their lives. So all of that energetic reality, which we know most in the um, in the healing world um, on a daily basis, actually applies to pretty much everything that we do in our lives. Thank you for sharing that perspective, Jim. It really is a new way of looking at politics and how we can become involved and help make a difference. Um, it's um, the effort in organizing people and in focusing their energies is a tremendous gift that your organization has. And the new affirmation that I've planned for this work this week is commitment. And I think it leads to, um, I'll read this, take time to commit to a vision or goal that serves your soul. Let go of distractions that get you off course. Persevere to what you believe is right and let every thought, work, and deed be directed to your desired outcome. Affirmation, I am committed and focused on my vision and life plan. 
And I'm hoping that those who are listening in will consider what Denise and Jim shared with us and add to your own personal vision a commitment to to do what you can to help planet Earth heal and what we all have wellness in our hands. And even though you're foc- we're focusing on uh, the politics of uh, the United States, I think behind what you're saying are principles that hold true in any country. Become an involved and knowledgeable, following your commitment and your vision to make a difference and learning how to work within the system of your country to impact change. This is what all of us need to do. And uh, we'll take a break here now shortly. And uh, and uh, any closing comments either both of you would like to make for the last segment of our show, uh, we'll be happy to address and also to our listening audience to know that um, you can hear this show again and send uh, the link to your family and friends and uh, those you who think might be interested in this work and we can uh, help make a difference in the world. So we'll break now and be back shortly. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Visit the Energy Medicine Partnerships website at www.energymedicinepartnerships.com for workshops, classes, and special events promoting health and healing. These holistic programs are available for both health professionals and lay individuals. Water Lily Press NC provides the teaching materials for these programs, and you can find a link to Water Lily Press NC when you visit energymedicinepartnerships.com. While you're on the site, you may also check out Akamai University's Distant Education Programs, where Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook is Director of the Complementary Therapies Programs. Akamai University offers postgraduate diploma clinical education programs preparing clinicians, practitioners, and specialists in complementary therapies, as well as both master's and doctoral education in complementary therapies. For more information about Akamai University, visit akamaiuniversity.us. That's A-K-A-M-A-I university.us. And for more information about Energy Medicine Partnerships, visit energymedicinepartnerships.com. Are you interested in finding out more about divine guidance? We all possess special gifts in this world, and sometimes finding out more about them and how to use them can help us get through some of the difficult parts of our lives. Tune in to Elemental Balance, Soul and Spirit Guidance with host Phyllis Valois. Phyllis is an intuitive and medium who will use her gifts to help you find out more about your gifts. Listen every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. This is Wise Chats, simple talk, profound wisdom. To reach Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook or today's guest, please call us at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Mary Jo at energymedicinepartnerships.com. 
Now, back to Wise Chats. Thank you for joining us again. And and I'd like to go back to, uh, Denise, you mentioned some ways on how people can get involved. Could you give us a little more information about what's coming up so that folks directly know how they can uh, participate? Happy to do that. Um, In the interest of the energetics of healthy politics, (laughs) our website is voiceforhope.com. Dot org, And on that website, you will find a page called Hope on the Hill. And the activities that we focus on uh, in groups are uh, named Hope on the Hill. And in that activity, we provide citizen healer training. And we have a couple of those coming up. Uh, one that still has space if you'd like to register is September 18th, 19th, and 20th in Washington, D.C., and that consists of an introductory afternoon evening on Wednesday, a a morning training on the 19th, which is Thursday, visits to the Hill in the afternoon on Thursday, the 19th, and then we come together on the 20th to give testimonials, talk about our experiences, and energize the next activities that will happen in the districts from what we have learned in Washington, D.C. And in Colorado, Denver, Colorado, at the state capitol, we are having a program on October 15th, which is a Tuesday, and we modify the state programs so that they are a full day. They they don't have the additional um, days, but they have all of the components. So we'll do an intro, the training, and then we'll go up on the hill and do the visits, and then we'll do a wrap-up. So those are the two coming up, and we have just added another Washington, D.C. Uh, Hope on the Hill, December 9th, 10th, and 11th. That's a Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So we try to pack the Washington, D.C. programs onto a weekend in order for people to have an experience of Washington, D.C. beyond going to the Capitol, but visiting and seeing the monuments and all that it offers. So we're excited to uh, have anybody call or, or uh, be um, in touch with us through the website Even if you're not ready to register, there is an opportunity to call and talk to someone, usually me. So do that if you're having questions or thoughts on uh, coming to visit with your congressman. The last thing I want to mention is that we have added a new component to our Hill visit opportunities for people who can't necessarily make dates that we have set. If you, any of you, are coming to Washington, D.C., and you can add on another six hours to your visit during the day, any day of the week, we will give you a crash course in citizen healer training and take you to the Hill to visit your very own congressperson. So do get in touch with us about that if you're coming to Washington and you'd like to know more. Thank you, Denise. That's, that'll be very, very helpful. We only have about uh, two more minutes left. And Jim, 
Would you like to make some closing comments? Well, I merely want to say that the uh, opportunities for uh, people to uh, interact with their representatives and uh, their government are very, very large and tend to be overlooked. Most people think the government is way far away, off in some mystical place, you know, Washington or their state capital. But in fact, they are very, very accessible, and we can help you come here and meet the people who are actually making the decisions for your community. And the people who are here as your representatives are, in fact, very interested in meeting with you and learning about you and what you're doing. And many times we've had people come here who, it turns out, uh, know the folks that are representing them in some way or another, or they shop in the same stores, or they have uh, common friends. And it's very, very uplifting for our folks to come and realize that the people who are representing them are regular, normal Americans uh, who have all kinds of interests that can be helped with. And uh, so we urge everyone to either come to our Hope on the Hill event, uh, either in the state that you're in or in the the United States uh, Capitol, or if you are going to visit Washington, call us and we'll set up a special uh, program for you to go to your uh, congressional office and meet with uh, either your representative or uh, one of their advisors, most likely their health advisor. So we urge everyone to take advantage of this opportunity. Thank you, Jim, for um, making it so easy for us to connect with our legislatures. I I think it's an absolute needed step, and this has been very helpful, um, not only to me personally in the um, wisdom that I receive from both of you, but hopefully our listeners can will can and will take advantage of what you've shared with them. In closing, I just want to mention that we do have a winner for last week with our reading. It was Penelope, and I'll be sending her message to her. And also, those who want to enter for the free session on hope, the words are, hope inspires me. So do take the time. If you go to the website, you can enter a drawing. We have another week for that for a free healing session. And I'd like to close with the comment of uh, gratitude. I am grateful for those who have joined me and hoping and passing the message on, in particular to my immediately and uh, immediate and extended family, especially my three sons. Because as we send out love and appreciation to the world, we make the world a better place. Thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll hope. You'll be here next week for some more wise chats. And remember, be well, become well, share wellness for others to blossom and thrive in health too. So blessings and love to each and all of you and those who are important to you. Bye for now. Thanks again for being a part of Wise Chats. Please join your host, Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook, again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. We hope that you have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. 
For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 